Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. Yo, what's happening? We're back. We were just talking about how we haven't missed uh, missed a week <laughs> in a while, and then I had to go and take a vacation. But uh, yeah, we're. Uh, it sounds like it was a good vacation. It was. Know, yeah. It was awesome. We went. Uh, one of my best friends, Matt Bo, and his wife Nikki, now wife, uh, got married down there. I got to run into a bunch of old friends and uh, reconnect. That was awesome. Uh, we went down to St. Augustine, Florida kick-ass place uh very hot i got sunburned i got sunburned so bad the back of my calves were actually oh. this color wow uh, it, yeah it was I don't, I don't like to go to the beach just for that <laughs> whole reason of getting sunburned yeah. it's like half the thing about it i don't think any of us tan well i would, I would imagine <laughs> no, no no i i i, I tan but it's more just burned my skin off and it's like a, a brown layer of death that sits on top skin of skin cancer is what yeah. It is. yeah really yeah <laughs> just, it's oh, a brown skin cancer. Yeah, <clears throat> but it, it washes away. It's not as serious. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe this is the spray tan I use. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, I mean, it went away. It went away uh, pretty fast. But uh, man, that first day was. Did you use aloe? That was right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Went straight yeah. there uh, the the second day. Got some aloe. What's your SPF? Well, I screwed up and I bought thirty, which I thought was fifty. And uh, I applied it like eight or nine times during the day, and it just cut it wasn't through. enough. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. So the next day, I went out and got one hundred. Wow, that That's was a lot. that I, was enough. I didn't even know that. How, like my question is, how do they get those numbers? Like at yeah. what point in time? What's the rating system that they've discovered with 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 sunscreen in general that they're able to rate like thirty, forty? You know, is there is, like is it a rating or is it like a, a percentage of chemicals? Or? It, I don't know. Is it? Because I, I also like you know like proof and alcohol. Like yeah, yeah. The amount of alcohol in something is the proof. So uh, do you think that that's like yeah. the amount of sunblocking chemicals yeah. per I mean, that's lotion? Yes. I, well, I was hoping it was like a system that they built up, but they had like, like these elaborate, um, <laughs> elaborate human skin fake things out in the world and sitting in the Arizona sun. They cover them with sunscreen, and they're like, "All right, that one lasted thirty minutes. That's number thirty. <laughs> okay, that one lasted fifty. That's number 50. I don't know. There's got to be some kind of math to it. Any but, sunscreen uh, engineers? I'm sure there's, there's, some, engineer. there's something rattling. We need to find it. Uh, yeah, it sounds like bringing, a motor. It's bringing it's me the, pain. It's the bottle, I assure you. Nope, I just picked it up. I think it's replenished. Boom. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Goddamn toads. <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, the smoke-eating machine downstairs in toads has quite a rattle on uh, this this room but uh but nobody it, would know it's just this side yeah it's like right here yeah that's pretty wild that's cool all right but uh so we got the dasher rocket in studio today return Reverend. guest uh this guy he's uh he's in here all the time with us uh in this here talking about third art. Time? third time is it third maybe fourth i think the first time it was you were at the other place it might okay. be four there was like those pandemic years where i did yeah. one on zoom did that count as two I yeah. think you were there twice. Maybe. Maybe. Either know. three or four. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. This time, Dasher brought some uh, beverages, mixed up some beverages for us. Would you make us? I made us uh, ranch waters, which is just uh, tequila and uh, soda water, but it's delicious and it works it is. a lot. And we're using liquid death soda water. Very yeah, good. so sponsor they should, him. Yes. They should be liquid sponsor death. oriented. 
Absolutely. Tag, tag them in this episode. There we go. Can we tag them? Yes, yes we, we can. Tag them. Then we could have like, because they like they sponsor everything. Like they legitimately, like, I, I did a gig everything. one time with no effects, and they were the only water provider for the whole gig. Yeah. And it was all liquid death water, and it was interesting because it's just all these cans of water floating around. But yeah. Can I ask a question regarding? Because we're here in a podcast, I feel like this is relevant. Yes. When I watch a podcast, there's there's like three or four advertisers who advertise everything, and liquid death is one yeah. of them. I see Better Help. I see Manscaped. I see. Yeah, yeah. You know, like these, the, every single medium that you consume yeah, seems yeah. to have these same advertisers. Where are they getting that money? Well, I think it's just that that's like I think the amount of money they give is not nearly what they what you would think it would be. Like really? they're not like I don't think it's like a NASCAR sponsorship. I think oh, they're like okay. saying like here's here's some money to buy a new microphone. <laughs> well, here's some free cans of water. Yeah, here's some water. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, I mean, because I know like with um, a lot of gig stuff, they would just kind of send you cases of water. Yeah. And that okay. was kind of All their right. sponsorship of, yeah. the, of the event. And that, I mean, like that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, that saves you so much money whenever you're like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. there was one point in time where I had uh, an Artorama at uh, Scooby's and mm-hmm. I somehow talked my way into getting While You Were Sleeping, which was this graffiti art magazine to sponsor me. And so all I had to do was put their name on the flyer. It was just like, while you were sleeping, sponsors the Rubber Dash Rockets, Artorama Part 2 or whatever it was. And um, part of their sponsorship was they sent me 1,500 Mr. T stickers of just Mr. T's face. (laughs) (laughs) It was Mr. T's face that it said, while you were sleeping underneath it. And then, like, 50 magazines. So, like, like, but, like, 50 of, like, the year's magazines. So I got, like, this huge box. That's of awesome. like just magazines and stickers. There's still stickers. I still find those e- Mr. T stickers places. I don't remember <laughs> putting them. It's just like I'll still like, oh, there's one. I put one of those there. But yeah, there's like I still have. I might have some still in the studio now. I think about it. It's interesting. That's awesome. I love stickers. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with stickers. Mm-hmm. I think I'm from that uh, that generation where it was like yeah, uh, it was like the big thing you got from a band was a yeah. sticker. Yeah. What was yeah. like the team, what, the street teams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. Sign yeah. up to you be on the street it. team. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was still awesome. need to get a street team. <laughs> they still do that? I don't think they do that anymore. I don't what, think they what, do. What were the popular street teams? Like with the big ones. There oh, was, shit. Well, there's MySpace had one for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, Camel Cigarettes had a really good street team. Yeah. yeah. When I used to go around and give out cigarettes like at, at things. And that yeah. was like the thing. Like they would give you away. They would give away stuff. Like um you who had a really weird street team. Yeah. I remember one warp tour, we got a bunch of us a bunch of us just got like four cases of Yoohoo. From the bouncing souls because like they were they were there and we were trying to get backstage and they were like well we can't let you backstage but here's some yoohoo and they just kept giving us youtube because yoohoo basically came to the work tour and was just giving out yoohoo to everybody that was there so you would just see people walking around with yoohoo just chocolate not like strawberry or any other flavor <laughs> so we had we had cases of it in our in our where our band used to practice when we were kids for years we we drank you amazing yeah it was disgusting <laughs> Yoohoo does not and it also does not go bad it really doesn't have a shelf life on it. It yes. says it's like Twinkies. <laughs> is it, is it not milk? No, no. I mean, I think there's whey in it. Okay. I think because I think we couldn't have certain vegans couldn't drink it, but there was like whey in it. But other than that, it really the shelf life on it's like not comfortably long. Like it, like you think like <laughs> yeah. like it's five six years. I like, think at least at one point in time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, so yeah. you so you're like huh? So because then you figure if it's five six years by cell date. And it's at least three or four years after that, that right. you should consume it by. And then you figure it's probably good for another 10 years after that. <laughs> so so if, like, I, if I find one from like the 90s, yes. I drink, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I could probably drink yeah. this. Yeah, I think you could there drink you a Pepsi from the 90s too. Yeah. Easily. Probably. Easily. I wonder how good Pepsi from the 90s is. I, I think it know. was better. 
Like hey. Coke was definitely better in the nineties. Well, that's because they started to Coke. take out cocaine. Slowly, well, no, they took slowly, out like the 1890s. Well, yeah, but I feel like they they, they, they <laughs> kept a little bit in there. It took about 100 years. Yeah, it took about 100 years to get it all out because they were kept dropping. It's still in the vats. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't just think to wash it. Yeah. They were just like, you know what? Let's just keep making coke in there. Slowly the cocaine will go away. <laughs> It'll go away. Eventually. It'll dissipate. <laughs> I was on the AFI street team. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Did you get like eye makeup with it? No, it was all just stickers and posters. We had, like, band posters and stuff, mm-hmm. like, from shows. Uh, Lagwagon, tons of stickers from that. Yeah. And, uh, like, Fat Records had a good street team. Fat Records, yeah, I was on that one. Um, I think some of my buddies were on, uh, like, Snapcase yeah. or H2O or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. the Victory Records, like, yeah. street team. Because, like, they weren't. The thing about the street team was always comical to me because, like, like they were just, you just gave kids stickers. Yeah. And we're like, you're on the street team. Put them up wherever you want. So it was like free advertisement. And I always like, as a kid, was like, fuck that. I want to make my own stickers yeah. because I would rather put my own artwork out there than someone else's. Mm-hmm. So I never like understood the point of the street team. But like, it was, it's a genius idea. Oh my god, yeah. You just give a bunch of kids free stickers and be like, hey, we don't care what you do with them. We're not viable. We're not, you know, we're not, <laughs> right. a, we're not yeah. responsible for anything yeah. you do do to it. But you know, hey, no. yeah. I've seen our local seven two four stickers all over the place. Have you yeah. seen them? Yeah, some people have put them up randomly uh, in different spots. Which was not us. Yeah. We did I, not no. do it. I, I, if you've seen my sticker, I'd probably put it there. If it, I'm just going to say. Like if yeah. there's a sticker of me on something, it's probably I put it there. So. Yeah, I've seen you. I've seen <laughs> yeah. yours. Yeah. I mean, I, other people put them up too, but like I definitely am the one that's like. <laughs> yeah. Because some of them are just too much. Like the one at, uh, I mean, maybe I shouldn't speak too openly about this, but the one at Starbucks, I love that one. Oh, I the one at, that, yeah. I hear about that one all the time. People are like, I saw you at Starbucks today. And I'm like, what well, was I there? <laughs> and yeah, it's a good time. That's the first one I saw, like, in the wild, was mm-hmm. somebody put a local sticker on the post there at mm-hmm. Starbucks. And I, like, did, like, a I did like a double take. I was like, oh, shit. And, like, yeah. I felt, like, great. I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, our sticker. And uh, it was it was pretty cool. And then my sister sent me one. She was following a car. Okay. And it, had uh, a sticker of it, it yeah. was on the back of the car. And I was like, no way. Like, I was trying to figure out whose car it was, and I... I had no idea. Yeah, that's the thing so too. Like a lot cool. of times, I always just try to figure out who actually owns the, owns the mm. car because I'm like, yeah. it has to be someone I knew. I gave them that sticker. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's not like they're out there oh, that yeah. much. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was because I'm the only one who gives those things away. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I love yeah. stickers. But, stickers uh, are a good market. Speaking of art, yes, sir. We were uh, we were just talking like right before cameras went on. All we uh, before uh, we we started here, but uh, we were just talking about like. Your artwork around town, super noticeable, obviously. Mm-hmm. We see it everywhere. Um, we were talking about the headkeeper, and uh, Ryan had mentioned that you saw it at the headkeeper and stuff, and then I noticed it because it's very, it's high yeah, up. Yeah, on it's the, high up. It's, it's more about the, the ambiance of the situation. Yeah. Than so much about what well, you see. Well, but it's, it's, um, it's really funny because I, w- I brought a, f- a friend to headkeeper for mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. and uh, we were sitting there. And I look over, and it, and like Jordan said, it's very recognizable what your pieces are. Yeah, you have yeah. a very, you have a particular I have, style. Yes, I have a style. Um, and I looked at him. I said, "You know what? I think that's Dasher's artwork." And uh, he goes, "Oh yeah, you know who is that?" And I explain all this to local Greensboro artists, and then I start to look around, and everywhere I look is the exact same style. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, they're everywhere!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keeper, yeah. you were covering the walls of that. Yeah, point. and I, I mean, I think that's kind of the, the you know, I think my art in general is because of the style and just the way I've approached art for a long time is very much about overwhelming 
in a, in a good way. Like, it's like kind of like this is just, it's such a repetitive constant pattern of color and constant pattern of shapes and constant, like, re repetitively over If you look at those the paintings, none of them really have different variations in color. They're all kind of within the same hue, mm -hmm. which in particular, those paintings are from the Baroque era of, of fine art. So they're like a particular style of art that I've been re replicating for a period of time for those ones. So they're just kind of, and, and it, when I feel that like the viewer, as they see them, it, 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 it approaches them slowly. And it kind of like, it's not so much that, you know, you look back from it, you get back from it, you can see what it is, but as you get closer to it, you see more detail, you see more what's going on there and it adds more depth to it. It makes people more interested as the hopes. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really awesome. It's it's like in Jess, uh, Jess and I, my wife, we've been there more often this year uh, mm -hmm. because we've had a day of summer pretty much once a week yeah. this whole yeah. winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we ventured out and uh, only recently have I sat upstairs mm -hmm. and really just kind of looked out and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Dashers everywhere yeah. here. And, and those pieces are, awesome. are designed for really, when I painted them originally, they were designed for that location in regards yeah. to the fact that like, you know, I don't, I'm not necessarily looking to show in galleries or, you know, upbeat. I don't want to show, you know, I mean, I'd like to show at the MoMA. <laughs> at some point, that'd be nice to have something in the MoMA, even though you can't really see the artwork there. And that's one of my problems at the MoMA. Yeah. It's, it's a apparently built building for a fine art. <laughs> if you think about it, it's shell, it's, it's a bunch of levels of art that you walk around a circle in. And I mean, yes, it was Frank Lloyd Wright. Yay. La la la. But still, it's really, you can't get back from the pieces to see them. It's difficult yeah. to walk good art. So, but it's one of the best ways that I would want to show. Yeah. What was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about like just displaying artwork and kind of putting it everywhere I can show because I think it's more approachable. I don't think a lot of people go to galleries anymore. I also don't know if there's really galleries around here that would show the kind of work that I put out. So it's nice. Yeah. There, see, now that's, and I hate always, <laughs> I hate always falling back on this crutch. I always talk about Lancaster and <laughs> The thing is, is like during that whole like first Friday thing that mm -hmm. I always talk about is there is a street in Lancaster. It's it's Prince Street and there's this midsection. So call it, I don't know, uh, like Pennsylvania Avenue from mm -hmm. uh, the chocolate place down to uh, the church. Um, yeah. Call it that block right there or whatever. Or to Oliver's or whatever. Or wait a minute. No, whatever. Just one section. Uh, it's called Gallery Row. Yeah. And it's all galleries. Like, mm -hmm. that whole one side of the street is all galleries. And you can just go in one, go into the next one, go into the next one, and it's all different stuff. There's paintings, there's glass, different kinds of glass mm -hmm. art, um, well, sculpture. I mean, has, has things like, like that. that too. Yeah, yeah, like the cultural, kind yeah. of cultural district. I mean, there's one in Pittsburgh, too, but in Greensburg, there's really not. Well, do you yeah. have a relationship with any of the gallery owners around here? I don't want to name it. I mean, I know them. Them. I mean, I know them to talk to them. It's just, you know, they want to show more displays, more artwork from outside of the community. So I understand oh, that. I so understand. like, that's okay. fine. And I mean, I'm involved with the trust and just different showing mm -hmm. different places. I, but I'd really rather show at a bar. I think more people see yeah. artwork at a bar. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather paint a billboard that, that like, well, and you know, what's, what's interesting about what you're saying now is, um, People who are going to a gallery are specifically looking for art, mm -hmm. but you're going to reach people who are not necessarily going out of their way to look for art, uh, but just happen to be at a bar and say, "Oh, mm -hmm. wow, this is re something really interesting." Because myself, I don't, I don't necessarily go to galleries that often, mm -hmm. but I've seen your stuff all over because I've been at bars all over. And that's why I think that's kind of the. I think a lot of artists kind of cut themselves short when they don't decide to display outside of a location such as a gallery. Yeah, I mean, I understand the importance of gallery, the gallery system, and blah blah blah, in New York or Philly or. 
sure. Chicago. But, you know, around here, more people go to bars than they do to galleries. So it's a show there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, or yeah. just put it up on public where they get permission. Yeah. So. That's smart. Meeting the people where they are. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's the thing. Like, I mean, honestly, like after I did the mural on Jeanette, you know, more people were noticeable noticing my work and that I did stuff at Hempfield Park too. Most mm -hmm. of the people like that's when they started noticing my work. And it was like from there I got a lot of research into the other stuff I was doing. And that was kind of building on that. So I was actually able to get more sales out of that stuff because I was in a public location. People were able to go back to it and trace to it. So I think that's what's important. It's not all about sales too. Like I really right. just like to do it. Yeah. I, I mean honestly I do it for free most of the time anyway. So I just I really enjoy just like making things fun and colorful and yeah. Making things better. Yeah. I mean like so, I'm in the middle of uh, just taking a cool, like, class that is centered on, like, you know, business versus creative and management. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, all those three things. And what you basically just described is part of a class that I took today, which is the artist versus the manager versus the entrepreneur. And it's, you know, the entrepreneur is all about risk. It's all about that mm -hmm. and, you know, can fail and get up, dust themselves off and move on. Mm -hmm. The manager is all about the money. They want the money and they're in it for the systems and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Where the artist and the creative is all about sending their stuff out to the mm -hmm. world and they're not so much in it for the money. Not making money, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, yeah. I mean, and, I think but they do, they do want the money. Yeah, it but helps. It's more about sharing... Mm -hmm your creative yeah i've always you know abilities. i always i always joke that the reason why i'm an artist is because i want people to think i'm a nice guy yeah so like you know and you know i mean half the time you know it's just i don't come off necessarily as the most approachable person in the world and i think that that's just because of my size and just who i am but i think that if you would you know approach my artwork and you look at my artwork it's like it's all fun and jovial you know and it's and it's to help in regards to people oh okay he's cool you yeah. know what I mean? And that's kind of like the goal there. And, you know, and I, and I just, I think there's, there's more to it. I mean, I can sit and discuss with you the intellectual properties of my art for hours I, and hours. I, I want to, I do want to know one thing mm -hmm. regarding that. What I'm sure it's a very uh, stylistic decision mm -hmm. that you make, but as far as like not having faces on a lot of the figures within your art, what's the decision behind that? Well, the, uh, that I just comes from an artist standpoint. So, okay. So there's two different places that comes from one I have autism so that like pretty much I don't necessarily look at people's faces whenever I think about stuff and I don't remember people based on their face I remember people based on their hair color and what the color of their skin is and like what they're wearing so whenever I think about presenting myself to the public I would just not even think about putting my eye color mm -hmm. into it or anything like that and secondly um, Zach and I one time were talking about it Zach was one of the art bartenders toads and my grandmother used to have all these like Amish dolls I remember when I was growing up that were like and they're faceless Mm -hmm. Like they're like for some reason they don't put faces on their toys or whatever. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's interesting. I don't know what it is. I just remember there's like this 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 thing, and that's kind of one of the other things I think that I when I recall back to like how I think of construction a face. It's like very much it's bland. It's flat. It's not necessarily there is structure in there. If you look at them really closely, you can see the face. Like I paint out the face. It's just that my final layers are flat color. Mm. So it's flat color based on um, multiple layers with sanding in between them. Is typically how I do it. So. Um, each of the layers is layered into the point where it's flat, but you can still in depth. And actually, if you would hold them up to a light, you would be able to see the face kind of coming through them. Oh, interesting. But that's kind of, and your, and your eye reads it as a face because it's the goal is that your eye is reading it. Because no one's ever said to me, like, those aren't portraits of you. 
You know what I mean? Like everyone recognizes of that course, it's a yeah. face and that it's yeah. these things. And the reason why is because it has the structure of the element of the face in it, painted into it, but it's not necessarily your visual. You're seeing it as flat. So. Wow. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So, like that, That's why I asked that question because like I know it's not an oversight. Like you, yeah, you have no, a huge no. reason and, for it. And then like the reason why I use self-portrait is that's that's something from like one of the classic elements of fine art and throughout the history of mankind has been the idea of self-portrait. Sure. And Rockwell did it, Caravaggio did it, Botticelli did it, Raphael did it. A lot of the Renaissance artists used themselves as self-portraits. So I think that it's funny to put myself in things like that because then again, it adds to that whole like element of um, in, what I like to refer to as doc indoctrination in art. Where, where if you see me repetitively enough in the same image over and over again in a pleasant manner, you're eventually going to think I'm a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all very elaborate psychology. <laughs> and, it, you know, um, it's kind of working sometimes, but not all the time. So, you know. <laughs> I love that. I should try to make it more uh, less obvious sometimes. But <laughs> yeah. I, know, I remember uh, when I first signed up at the uh, Cultural Trust, <clears throat> for the podcast and I walked up into uh, the cultural trust office and I walked past your studio, the, what you had described earlier uh, with kind of like the overbearing, mm -hmm. I enjoyed walking past your space because there were just tons of paintings mm -hmm. like outside. And of course there's tons of paintings from and photographs and stuff from other artists and stuff. And there's a, you know, one here and there. And then you walk past Dasher's, old studio and there were just boom tons mm -hmm. and tons of like stuff and i like stood there and i just like looked and i was like this is fucking awesome like yeah. this is like exactly what i would have expected your studio mm -hmm. space to look like and that's kind of what you know i mean i i think i've always been good at producing stuff like i always make things so like i've yeah. never stopped making stuff and i've never had like an, a, a point of creative block i mean because i just go through it so yeah um, but it's, and I mean, I think that's the thing. I think, you know, I've been consistently working in the same kind of stylistic elements of art for a very long time. And I think people are starting to either catch up to it or they're starting to realize that it's okay. So I think it's good. I think yeah. it's good. Um, got a lot of, you know, I have the studio now in Jeanette too, which is kind of nice because I'm trying to get, Jeanette's an interesting little community. I'm trying yeah. to make it interest, more interesting, hopefully. So that's going to be fun. But How is all of that going? How was the move? Move was fine. Um, had some issues with the city, but that was just more of just me not being aware of how to open a studio in a city. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Yeah. Just more like, oh, I have to go through these hoops. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything moves fine. I'm now I'm officially open. I have a front door. Um, I have all my lighting and heating and everything in there. And uh, the bester that works with me and um, it's just kind of been like you can have whatever you want. So I basically have a storefront on Clay Avenue in Jeanette. That's probably as big as Toads, if not bigger. Wow. Um, that, you know, like 12 foot ceilings that I can basically just put paintings up in and paint yeah. the whole time. So it's just full of my stuff now. I have this really cool wall of, uh, really cool um, particle board wall of, uh, or no, pegboard wall of paints, which is just beautiful. Cause it's just yeah. all my paints I have, well, some of them, and it's all just lined up and I can see what color it is and just pull it right off. It's really nice. It's awesome. I've seen uh, through your TikToks or mm -hmm. Instagram and stuff like that, I saw really modern looking, nice, mm -hmm. like where you paint. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the wall, mm -hmm. everything, uh, is there recess lighting or track yeah, lighting like, yeah, or something track like lighting. that? I mean, it used to be, it was, um, it was an old bodega. It was like basically a store, like a convenience store yeah. that you would go into. 
really and, fucking nice too. Yeah, and it's and it just has and I have these like little pedestals like all the way through that I can put stuff up and it's yeah. I mean it's like it's perfect space for me to work in. It's awesome. And you know it's it's a lot better because I can also get huge like I can go like I can go almost twenty five feet on campuses. Wow. Now. So like and that's kind of the that's kind of you know as I'm getting bigger and bigger with my work that's kind of what the goal is. So the stuff I'm doing right now there is for a show in Columbus. Solo show in Columbus coming up in December this year at uh, AJ Vanderelli's gallery, which is right in like the cultural district of Columbus. So I'm doing a show that's just so Botticelli, who was a Renaissance painter, painted. They have figured anywhere from 178 to maybe something like 150 to 178 mother and child paintings mm -hmm. of just Jesus and Mary kind of doing things, whether it be with different saints or whatever. And out of them, there are. They're documented 78 of them. So there's photographs of at least 78, and there are about 60 left, I think, like like that, that he had something to do with whether or not school. So I've been, for the past, two, past year and a half, been remaking all of those the best I can from what I found with just me as every character in them, including baby Jesus and, and Mary and all the saints <laughs> and all the angels. So um, they're funny. And, and, they're, and they're, I mean, they're really, I'm painting in oil too, so they're, and they're actually, I'm doing them traditional Renaissance style, so I'm actually doing them using the same color schemes that, that he would have used, um, using a lot of the same methodology that he would have used in like picking the colors and everything like that. So they have a lot of like, a lot of like depth to them. But, mm -hmm. but again, there's still just, I painted this one the other day that I was, uh, it was me feeding myself out of my own breast. And, 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 and I, I laughed. Like legitimately laughed for ten minutes after I after I got finished drawing it because it was such a weird, funny drawing. And then like I stepped back and realized what I was drawing, because a lot of the Botticelli drawings are like real paintings are real like trippy, yeah, like strange. So there's a lot of that, and that's yeah, they're fun. So I put like little aliens in them and monsters and stuff in them to make them interesting. So that's amazing. Yeah. I, so I, I'm I'm actually like a huge fan. I, when I think of figures, figureheads in Greensburg, you're you're one of them. Well, oh, absolutely, I don't know if I would say that, but okay. Uh, well, I would. It, yeah, okay. And thank you. it's really it's really funny because when I sort of talk about you and describe you, and and this is really the first time we're actually meeting, uh, but I'm just very familiar with your artwork. Um, it's funny because, like, I I'll, I've walked into Toads before and been like, oh yeah, that's Dasher over there, even though mm -hmm. you you don't know who I am, um, and you don't. Like you're like a, a guy who you know has been bartending for a while and mm -hmm. wears dark clothing and things like this, and then so that's your persona. And then all of a sudden, your artwork comes out in like all these like funny, colorful type mm -hmm. of ways. And so I really, I hope you don't mind me saying that, but I think it's just such an interesting duality of who oh, you yeah. are. No, no, I think I and think yeah, it's really interesting. Like yeah, I, I mean I I you know I I, I don't know it, it's I, I I think it's the the more preferred method way of communication for people for me with me with me to communicate with people i'd rather have people talk to my art than i would me interesting because like i have to get relatively drunk to have a normal conversation <laughs> <laughs> like you know you know, get really really stoked out like a normal like a normal to have like anywhere long period of conversation except for when i'm at work because it's a different because i'm at work different I, environment yeah sam alone i'm okay and you know um Yes, I've based most of my bartending life off the fact that I watched Cheers when I was younger. <laughs> and that was like, I remember, I legitimately remember Ed and I one time had this conversation about when we picked what we wanted to, what we wanted to do. And Ed was like, he walked into a bar and he realized that he, he wanted to work at a bar yeah. and own a bar. 
and I watched Cheers, and I was like, holy shit, I can go to a place where I can just keep people captive for like an hour and just tell them jokes. And like, I don't have to like really get to know them. I can just like tell them jokes and make them drinks and be cool. <laughs> and I can just be like, in my life, that's my goal. So that's my work. That cheers. makes a ton of sense. I, I even think it's higher level to speak through your art, who you really are, mm-hmm. you know, and then just be whoever you want to be at, at your job or well, yeah, on the street I, or whatever. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I, you know, I think that having, um, I think the goal with, with the art in general is, you know, when I do the public projects, like the mural projects and stuff like that, is, is the idea of, like when I was doing the one in Jeanette, that, that was such a such a really, I mean, I hate to say it, a rundown location. It's a bad part of town where I was on Division Street right there where that tattoo parlor is now. Mm-hmm. Which, and it's now, and you know, but since I put the mural on, I don't, I, by no means am I saying that I'm a catalyst or I was the fuse, that this fuse or whatever. But, you know, since I put the mural in that town, there's been a lot of buildings coming up. People are coming around. They're having more pride of their town because there's something. The goal is, you know, you inspire awe in one thing from someone, and then they want to make that go out throughout the whole area. So, yeah. you know, like in. I, I completely agree with you. You know, like you want people to be like, holy shit, I want my yard to look better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it may just be like something as silly as that, or it may be like, holy shit, I want to get another painting like that on my wall. But you know what I mean, and that's you know, or whatever. But it's about inspiring awe and inspiring wonderment of the community, so they want to bring back to it. So I hope that's what my artwork does. I think that that I'm not an artist, but for you and for all other artists out there, I think that would be such a great positive thing for Greensburg to include larger murals or things like that. Uh, do you right. remember? Do you remember the one that went up um, on the stereo shop yes. over there? Yeah, yeah. America remember, paints America. Gone now. Yeah. It, okay, but at the, when was, it came out, I, I remember all this social media and all this buzz about it coming. It and, and it, it's a simple thing. It was a nice piece of well, artwork. It's actually, a, a really good segue into my next thing I should promote. Well, then yeah. let's, I mean, let's, let's know, go right uh, there. So, let's go. Yeah, uh, actually, I've been uh, talking to the Charlie family from the shopping centers, yeah. and um, you know, Tom and I have been talking. And you know, and really, the one day I was just standing, there, and I really want to paint that building. I, I'm like. It was to the point of we've discussed this before that there's a point in time where I just would I'll go illegal with it and I would just go paint a building like I it's like I look at it and I'm like that needs that there that needs it and it just beds me so um, I was just standing out there staring at his building one day and he walked by and I was like hey and he's like oh, you own this place right and he was like yeah and I go I want to paint your building and he's like well, I kind of want a mural on my building and I was like I'm gonna be your guy that does it and then like from that point on we've been working slowly moving forward to do anything where I'm gonna probably start I'm starting in June. So, I mean, it's going to be the whole, and I'm doing both of them. So I'm doing the one on 66 next year, mm-hmm. but the one here by Pittsburgh Street. Pittsburgh Street, yeah. yeah. And I'll be doing that from June till, I'm hoping it will be done by July, by the end of July. So there will be a huge mural on the, mural on the side of there. And I think that, you know, even just in, you know, being able to approach someone from the community that I would never have been able to approach before at any point in time. I think people are more open to these ideas of having like, oh, you can paint on the side of a wall. It doesn't have to be a big sticker or it yeah. doesn't have to be a traditional clothes. I mean, because mm-hmm. like I said to him, like, we better call the city and make sure it's okay. And he was like, well, I don't think we need to. We'll just ask for, for permission, you know, for forgiveness. And I'm like, no, nah, I really not want to spend a night in jail. Can we please get permission? And he was yeah. just like, okay. And then he called and like the city was like, sure, that's cool. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's something, you know, five years ago, it was hell getting them yeah. to even look at the art of the alleyway idea, yeah. you know, and it was just like, you know, or, you know, and it was like, if you had a private business, you want to put something on, you had to go through these whole rigmarole. Now the city's starting to open up and I feel it's getting somewhere. So, yeah, I know like in the last, our last episode, uh, that was a COVID episode, actually, mm-hmm. um, you were talking about painting 
the brick wall down here in the alley, mm-hmm. right, right mm-hmm. down here. Um, and I thought that was amazing. Like, so it, what was the idea was I would like paint a, basically the inside of toads so right. that you could go by the alleyway and you could look inside toads and see what's going on inside toads, but it's not really going on inside. Toads. Right. It's oh. just like a painting of the inside of toads. Yeah. So the back of the bar, you would see the back of the bar for the painting. Yeah. And you would look at the wow. people in the bar and that's, it was like one of them. And I also wanted to do that. I really liked the idea. I hope no one ever steals this idea. What if they do and they do it well? I'm okay with it. The <laughs> hockey arena one, like the one about doing the whole side of the hockey arena where you can watch a hockey game, oh, where yeah, it like yeah. opened up the whole thing. I just don't know how I physically could do that. Yeah. That would be impossible. <laughs> so much room. But yeah, though, so the one, the, one at, uh, the one at the Shop and Save is going to be starting this, this summer, and I'm excited for it. I really am. I have the lift ordered, and it's going to be a good time. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, and I mean, there was, you know, when I... It's going to be the whole side of the wall. So, and it's going to feature, you know, popular things from Greensburg and things that people like to see in Greensburg. You know, people, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of times what people talk about when they come to town, what they like to look at and stuff like that. So there'll be a part of the museum will be in it. Um, the amphitheater. Yeah. Amphitheater. Is yeah. that what it's called? I think so. St. Clair Park. Yeah. St. Clair yeah. Park, yeah. the amphitheater thing. And then uh, the, the courthouse for this one. Sure. And the one out on 66 will probably have the Palace Theater, the train station. And maybe another location if we can kind of find one. It's so hard, you know. I mean, it's yeah. like what what people consider Greensburg buildings, you know. Or maybe it might have the courthouse on it again. You know, I get really good at painting the courthouse. Yeah, that's kind of the goal. So wow, it's really yeah. cool, man. Yeah. That's uh, it's it's really neat that uh, you know you're being uh, you know out there just kind of approaching different yeah. business owners and stuff, and it's that's something that. Uh, like the thing is, you know, it's it's comical because like I think about like my art education and whatever else, and this is kind of going off on a tangent, but like we were never taught how to do this stuff. Right. Like you're taught how to be like an artist or a graphic designer. You're not taught how to like make public art. You're not taught, and that's where like majority of the funding streams for public, for the majority of the funding streams are art, is based in the public realm. So if you want to, if you want to make an art art in any way, shape, or form, you have to have some sort of public element to it because if you don't, you 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 disqualify yourself for like so many grants and all these other things you could possibly mm-hmm. qualify for, which is unfair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Should, there should be still a continuation of the artist being able to truly work on the, or what they want to make and not have to be public about it. But, but you know, and that's the thing, like in college, they don't teach you that. They just like, oh, you'll, you'll be discovered. Peggy Guggenheim will find you in a basement and she, <laughs> and she will tell you you're special and you're perfect and everything you will do will be art. And no, it's not what happens. You have to be standing in a parking lot, deciding whether or not you want to do five years for jail, because that's probably how much time I would get after I tagged the side of the shop and save. <laughs> and, you know, and then like, and then like, oh, well, I'll just talk to the guy that owns it and just walk over and just kind of bring it up to him. And I mean, and again, I'm lucky that he's very receptive and was very open to it. I've, yeah, he's a good I've guy. found a hundred people have told me no. You know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. know, so it's just how it is. Does that make you anxious to do such a public piece of artwork that oh, so yeah. many people will see? Oh, yeah, I'm fucking scared shitless. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I'm not, like, I'm not, like, I know I can do it. Like, in my head, it's it's done. And it's, like, it's, and that's the, that's the biggest thing with it is it's, like, when you do something that large is you can only sketch so much until it's just, like, you have to just kind of do it. Like, you, you know what I mean? And you, and you can't, like, it's just like making a movie. Like, you can write out your script and write and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite. But at some point, you just have to do it. Like, you just yeah. have to make the movie or do whatever you have to do. And that's the same thing with this, is it's so 
big that you can sketch and sketch and sketch, but just due to the size and just the limitation of the fact that I can't sketch something that's 21 foot high without like just going there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, so there's that variation. And it's, it's nervous because like also it's the thing like I don't necessarily do the most traditional realistic art. I would say so. I think that I'll probably hear a lot of people bitch about how something doesn't look like something else or whatever. Because you know, I'm I'm doing an impressionistic kind of generalized, very cartoony-ish style of stuff that I'm doing, color scheme wise. And you know, I feel that's probably going to be one of the biggest things. Some of you like it doesn't look like a courthouse. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Either that or the uh, the way other side of that would be, yeah. But this is this guy's style. He's he's a Greensburg artist, so it makes it even more endearing that you have a guy doing his style in Greensburg of Greensburg things. That's how I would look at it. I wouldn't yeah. be like, oh my gosh, that doesn't look like the courthouse. Oh, Dasher, that's Dasher's yeah, my impersonation. Is, yeah, my hopes is more people look at it that way yeah. than, well, than yeah. the other way. And I think and I think people are more open to the idea of, of abstract art now than they used to be. So I, I think, think it would at least start the conversation. And, mm-hmm. if, and if someone starts there and saying, oh, I don't like this, it doesn't look like that, mm-hmm. then they'll be like, well, but why doesn't it look like that? And then they start to learn about you and your style. Yeah, and, and it's, then, you know, and like the, in the images are going to be, um, the, the, the images of the, the things from Greensboro are going to be like just kind of the way that I see them, not in regards to the fact that just, like I'm six foot five, so I see things higher than most people. And like a lot of people don't realize that like there's a lot of difference between things when you can see like when you can stand, you can see the roof, and you can see like the development of just layers and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, and you know, when I think about the building, like when I think about the courthouse. There's so much stuff to the courthouse. Like, like I was just, there, I was studying it the other day, and like there's naked chicks hanging out on the courthouse, like right <laughs> above the door. There's a bunch of naked chicks that I was just like, how long have they been? And I'm like, I, obviously they've been there for a while. I'm like, I've never like never actually noticed. stopped and like looked. I've always known there's figures up there, yeah, but I've never looked to see it. And they're naked chicks. I had no idea. We can go look at it. Later. Might have to go check it out. Yeah, yeah. there's some like way, way at the top. Yeah. There's some real, uh, some large fake. I don't even exactly know what's up there, but I remember staring up there one time, and mm-hmm. it's it's full bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way at the top. Wow, yeah. wow, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's um, there's just I mean, and that's that's part of the architecture period that it was built in. I mean, it's it's a it's a Romanesque like Victorian era piece. It's like what do they call it? neoclassicism? So you know, and that's like kind of one of the things they re, they use a lot in that is that kind of that um, what are they call them? Fuck, I can't think of the, above the Parthenon. The thing about the Parthenon is the yeah. frieze. That's what it is. It's the frieze that goes around the building is where you put the paintings of what goes on. It's normally tell a battle or whatever. That's kind of the same thing they're trying to do there. It's mm. justice, I think, conquering yeah. crime. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't build it. <laughs> yeah. But that's like you know, and like the courthouse is something. It's it's a building that I think a lot of people recognize, and it's it's reminiscent enough that you can people know that it's from Greensburg. Do you want another drink? Yeah, please. Well, yeah, I think it's it's. Uh, I would think that people, you know, would be very uh, interested to see like what your style is, and you know, really respect the fact that you are. You know, a Greensburg artist, the local guy who's doing local work for a local business and blah, blah, blah. Because, I, I mean, every time I drive past, like, Scoobies uh, or Dagwoods, yeah, yeah, um, right. I mean, there's your, your yeah. mural there. Yeah. And, and they were, like, the first ones that, like, really, like, Danny and Mark and all them were, yeah. like, the first ones that were just like, well, yeah, do whatever you want. You it know was, what I mean? And that was, like, it's awesome. you know, I mean, I had to give them an idea, you know, yeah. I had to give them a sketch, but it was very free, you know, so it worked out really well. I mean, it's... 
obviously, I mean, it's it's not like a an extremely realistic slice of pizza or a sub, but I mean it. It's it works for mm-hmm. what it is. That's exactly what I would expect on the outside of that place. Well, and it's eye catching as you're going it's extremely by. Extremely eye catching. That's, that's what you see, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like if there was a realistic painting of like a slice of gooey no, cheese yeah, pizza, yeah, I'm yeah, like, that, I, what I, the fuck? Would, yeah, that wouldn't work as well. And I mean, it, it would be funny. Like yeah. it would be like really, but I mean, like but, I love it. I think yeah. it's great. And I'm happy with that one. Like and that's the thing. I'm happy with generally everything I, I've gotten to put out, like for people and stuff like yeah. that. I, I always enjoy doing it. Um, like you know, I used to joke around that my my goal was I was going to quit making art whenever um my artwork was used for senior portraits. <laughs> like like if, if there's any point in time that that impressions like because they put billboards oh, yeah, out, yeah. but if they have like a billboard of like my artwork like <laughs> in a senior portrait, that's it. That's I made it and I'm done. <laughs> I'm I'm giving it up. Oh, that sounds back. Yeah, it's the can. It's the death. <laughs> the noisy death. Wood death. That. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. I uh, I think it's really cool that uh, you know things are start. You know, you started there, and you know you're just going on and on. Like, like to go back to that uh, that class or or whatever that I'm just kind of going through. It's you know they tell you to just kind of really approach like other mm-hmm. business people, like on a daily basis and really just like get yourself out there. And that's again, going back to like art school mm-hmm. and things that we learned. I mean, like they didn't tell us to fucking do that. No, I no. mean, we weren't told like, Hey, get out there and like really get in people's faces because like, I mean, I don't know how you went through art school, but like I can take a guess. Mm-hmm. It was probably the same as me. I get fucking bogged down in my, in my work and I'm just like days go by and I'm just like, I emerge from the other side yeah. and I'm just like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, think, I made yeah. something that like, I didn't acquire any new business right. along the or, way. Or, or any new people or any new interests. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. And I think that's, you know, I think I, I, I'm, I'm more happy when I'm in that place where I'm stuck in the, in the world of my studio and I've right. not, I've not done anything like I, like the whole getting the job part of it's just always such a, like, oh, you know, yeah. even even this mural thing. Like, I mean, I I know how to do it. I know what I'm doing correctly, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. But it's just like I'm just the anxiety of just like doing it is what's going to be the issue. And you know, it's just like yeah, yeah I'm going to do this, and then like I worry about like because the last one I did, I fell from, I fell off a ladder about 12 foot. Oh Jesus! And I landed wow. flat on my back on concrete, which wasn't that bad. Like I only cut my hand. I didn't give, a, give myself a concussion. No broken ribs. Nothing. But the next day, it hurt to do legitimately everything oh, like man. i couldn't pee like like peeing was like excruciating not oh because God. of like anything was wrong but just because i was so like just sore yeah that, like i didn't poop for like a day because it just hurt it was just like fuck this i'm not doing yeah. it like i'm just gonna lay in bed and fuck. it's like Ugh. yeah but yeah that's but yeah, don't fall when you're 45 <laughs> so, <laughs> is, i couldn't even imagine falling at 39 i'm like <laughs> dude but like i remember like as a sucks. kid like falling off fucking billboards and not like bouncing up and being, right. you know, being good the next day and being back up on Fell top. off a billboard? Yeah, like a small one, like a short one. Still. Yeah, but into bushes. There so were, uh, there's a few people in town. Amazed, I've fallen off over my life. <laughs> there's a few people in town that know this story. And I think there, is, there was, is maybe floating around some video evidence of this. Um, in my younger days, uh, you know, the, 
the steps that go up to the Ash Club? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were walking out of the Ash Club, and I basically just fucking walked the plank right off of those and just rolled oh, down yeah. all yeah, those well, steps, yeah. slapped the bottom of the floor, and some lady was like, call an ambulance. And our buddy, one of the kids I was hanging with, uh, his name's Phil, just literally like slapped me in the face and was like, get up. And I sprung up and was just like, hey, and out the door I yep. went like nothing. Yep. Didn't hurt the next day. Nothing. Yep. And they all watched the video, I guess, the next day and just were like, what the fuck <laughs> happened here? But that's being young, man. Yeah. <laughs> I watched those videos of people falling on those steps. Those, they're quite funny. It's Cause crazy. Because like you think about it, because it would, it's like America's Funny Zone videos, like when people <laughs> don't get hurt. Yeah. yeah. But there, they're kind of hurt, but they're already drunk. <laughs> so it doesn't matter because like they can just go outside. Yeah. You know, that was like whatever. a rag doll. It was just like flailing around. Just like, wow. I have to get that video. <laughs> I don't know if they still have it or not. I doubt it. I, but I doubt they have it. Shit. Still. But yeah. So talk to me, I guess, about your process, because this is the thing that I think I would have the most anxiety about doing a huge piece like that, like Shop and Save. Um, And now I've taken some painting classes. I was absolutely fucking terrible at it. But how I translated a sketch to a canvas was I did grid. So like, is that kind of like what you would do in that Um, situation to keep proportions and everything like that well and yeah so the process kind of is like it's been it I, unfortunately a lot of it's thinking yeah. like it's like sitting there and looking at it like i probably go to the shop and save every day mm-hmm. like I, and it just it's just a matter of like i just want to go there and see what the light's like at that point in time you know get groceries whatever it is but like you know i'm always there and i'm always stopping and looking because it's just and um so i grid so basically i take a photograph of the building and I put a grid on that, and then I hyperimpose the drawings on top of that, and then I try to grid those to match up. Yeah. Again, it's 20 foot, 27 feet high at the height, at the highest point. Yeah. So even at a grid at that level, that makes the grids 20 feet square. Yeah. So each grid's 20 foot if it's that high. Not 20. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm mixing it a bit. But yeah, and it, um, so the grids has even has distortion to it so you have to kind of like do go back and then it's a lot about walking away from it it's <laughs> like looking at me like okay that needs to be moved over a little yeah. bit yeah and it's paint so it's forgivable in a lot of ways so you can paint over it right you know if you really fuck something up you can paint over it but you don't typically hopefully i don't typically well yeah i, yeah, I was gonna ask you like if it's all wrong like you can't talk you to me I, I don't know i don't know what i'm asking you like if, if you're if you're so close to the building and you're painting or you're drawing mm-hmm. out and you're, you're saying you move back and you look at it mm-hmm. and you say wait that's wrong mm-hmm. is there an, is there ever times where you're so far into it that the whole canvas yeah well that's kind of what happens sometimes like yeah at some it's point just times it, it has to evolve okay so you and, have and to that's and that's the thing with like that size of work is it is it is it just evolves mm-hmm. you know there will be a point in time where it kind of has and it's got to look like the original drawing for sure you know what I mean? And have like the same elements, but there's still going to be parts of it. that are just going to kind of like pop out of nowhere because it's just, Oh, there's some space there. I need to fill it with something and you know, whatever. Yeah. And you know, whether it be just like background birds or what, you know, whatever it is, but there will be, it, it kind of evolves. So, so when you get to that, it's like planning events too. Like when you get to the day of the event, sometimes things happen and you have to make changes, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And that's just like, you're like last minute. And, um, a lot of times what happens like with the one in Jeanette, when I ordered all the spray paint, like I didn't, they just didn't send, they didn't have enough greens. 
Like they just like in the order they didn't have agreements. It, took, it was on back order. It would take another month to get there. So I just had to adjust to things. And you know whether it be go buy other paint or just kind of move it around so they make the the mural look a little different. But it eventually evolved into its own thing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So like that's kind of what we were talking about like with like the grid. You know what I mean? So like yeah. there's squares and like so I don't know how you how you do it, but like me playing it safe, I would work like in the corners to like get mm -hmm. just so I know like where the fuck things are. And then like, I don't know how, I don't know well, how I you would, would do the middles. Well, I would start, I would start with the middles and move out. Yeah. That's what I mean. Cause that's just for me. Cause the middles are main. Well, actually the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to do the backgrounds first. Okay. So do the main flat colors, yeah. which will be like the blues and the greens. Mm -hmm. So it's basically going to be like a big blue field of sky, which will blend into the sky in the background. Yeah. So that the building will almost disappear whenever you're driving up the street. The goal. That's um, fucking cool. And that's so cool. And then it will, um, then it will fade down into these green patterns, which are all reminiscent of the colors that they use, that they have as their their major colors mm -hmm. in their in their marketing. Like their brand. Yeah, colors. like their brand colors, yeah. so that it will be repetitive throughout the thing. So there's a green, there's a yellow, there's different things. But those will be the leaves, and they'll be like. So 19 foot high spires of leaves that will come along, which like little, then they'll be based off of a, there's a type of fern and um, cauliflower that's around here that has these like little spires of leaves that come off each, this big leaf, and then it has these little like ploppy things that come off of it. And they're like native uh -huh. around here. So that will be like kind of what those will be. And that will be across the whole thing. And there'll be different pops of color from the, the different reds and stuff like that. So each one of those flowers, so then the buildings will be in there as well. Yeah. And the buildings will be like behind. So you'll kind of have like flowers in front of the buildings, but you also get to see the building. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's like you're looking through it. That's cool. And those flower heads will be about 25 foot round wow. by the end of it. So you figure, because it's, yeah, because it's, it's big. It's big. The math of it is like very complicated at this yeah. point in time. And like trying to figure out the amount of paint I need to buy. Been very oh god it's been I like can't three weeks worth of work is like yeah. just trying to figure out square footage of yeah. things and then like so it's this stucco stuff too which is like a variable that i'm not necessarily on 100 comfortable with and it has pain over it so it should not absorb pain right but stucco typically absorbs pain at all times so i have to adjust for that based on the fact oh. that i have to consider that so i have to like count for an extra two or three gallons of paint throughout the whole process yeah. for every color based on the fact that it might get absorbed by the stucco or it might not and I might just have more extra paint. Yeah. But next, the one at the 66 is those bricks. That's just a totally different world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. I mean, one of my one of my favorite things, I think, from that building um, is walking out into the parking lot. Definitely. Um, thank you. Uh, walking out from that parking lot like after i go grocery shopping like after i work and looking out into greensburg the best fucking sunsets yeah. ever yeah you're right <clears throat> seeing it from that building absolutely love it um clouds the clouds and the uh the sunsets uh eh, no i'm good with this one um but like just seeing the courthouse and everything and the silhouette of all the buildings downtown and stuff. No, it's, it's, it's a just good, uh, it's a good spot too. It really it's like is. one of my nine spots that I want to tag in this town. Yeah. I went to, I went to Troutman building, the other one. Oh dude. Yes. I went that, I went that still side of Troutman building. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a hundred percent. I will get that at some point. In time. That's, I mean, that's important that you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, I also want to do the other side 
of of that the George Washington mur- mural that oh, he's with yeah, his hand. Yeah, yeah. I want to do the other side of it and have Ben Franklin waving at him. <laughs> do you know um just like hey, do you know the spot you're going up Ottoman Street and uh Major Stokes is on your right, Hugo's is on your right. Do you know where I'm at? Yep, that gray building. There's a there's a vape shop right mm-hmm. before those two. Yep. And there and so there's a parking lot there and yep. there's a big wall right that there. Big, yeah. And I would love for something to go. I mean, uh, I think yeah. the vape I think the vape shop owns that right now and is no, putting no, up actually, a bunch of signs. Separately owned. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I think it's like somebody owns that parking lot in the and like the, the that big building. white building, yeah, that yeah, because to me, gray. to me, that's like people are coming into downtown Greensburg at that point. Yeah, and so that's such a great opportunity to show something. That's a good idea, right? That's no, a, I because that's, that's nice like one of the things I wanted to get was uh, I wanted to get Headkeeper. So Headkeeper and I have been talking. We've been talking about doing a mural on the outside of Headkeeper, and I think I mean they're interested. It's just like again, it's one of those things. It's it's a frivolous expense whenever you own a business to yeah. pay some guy to come paint. But they wanted me to do a uh, Last Supper painting inside with all the drunks from Greensburg. <laughs> and I was so excited about that. And I was like, holy shit. Like, like actual people? or man? Yeah, like we were going to use actual, like they were going to have the bartenders be as, so there's like six bartenders. They were going to have the bartenders be six of the disciples. And then the rest of them would be 13 people, give or take. And then the rest of them would be like popular, like known Greensburg drunks. So like... Deepold, Rick Deepold. <laughs> is he going to name names? Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not speaking out of turn, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, yeah, yeah. That are, people that have been a, a Greensburg fixture in the uh, yeah. local scene for a very long time. I don't know how to explain Is that bad to say that out loud? No, no, I no. Think no. So. I, I, think, I think that those people would be honored. Oh, no, yeah, he's totally honored. He's yeah. already like really excited about it. He was taking <laughs> pictures and sending them to me. Have people take pictures and send them to me of him in different Renaissance poses. That, there you, you know, go. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's and that's I mean, that was like the same thing with them. It was like <laughs> that I wanted to do a big thing on the outside. It's just you know something that's interesting and it's something that's when we come to town because right now you just come to town and you see that you know shitty fucking construction site right now and yeah and that weird five points that no one knows what to do with at some point in time because it's a very confusing intersection. Mm-hmm. The buildings that they're tearing down are they doing anything in those spots or what's going on? I'm very I'm very upset about that. I, I love the fact that they're torn down because yeah. they're blighted, but. But well, I think one. they're only doing the one, right? They only did the one, or are they doing another? Well, there's one? so there's two right now that I can think of. One is on Main Street, okay, right? the, the old furniture store. Yes, which is the one they just recently did, right? Yeah, and then the other one is across from uh, Invisible Man. Oh, okay. Where it's just like it's just rock, right? Yeah, now. I well, that was what was that? Artec was there now. Well, it's whatever was beside Artec. Derby's. Yes. Yeah, that was that. That building needed to be that. Yeah, that, that had building to was. I, yeah. Like I said, I I yeah. love the fact yeah. that they're gone, but yeah. now, but now, what's happening? Well, I mean, um, you know, like the one up here in town. Like, I mean, they would be dumb not to put a parking lot there. I mean, that would just be unfortunate. But that's kind of what they need to do because they don't have parking in this town. It's one of the biggest things everyone complains about in this town. Sure. Parking. I mean, I, I would love to see them turn them into park into little parklets, like you could walk your dog at, because they have one across the street from the one that they just tore down. Um, at the Lutheran yeah. church or whatever yeah. there's like a, yeah. Lutheran like a little gazebo yeah. and stuff in there. Yeah. That would be interesting to do that. I was actually talking yeah. to uh, Ted the other day and I'm like, I want to build a, I want to build a park. Like I want to build a playground set in a park. that's like very like um, Alice in Wonderland themed just to kind of like, cause I, 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 for some reason I picture this idea of like the swings being the legs of the um, flamingos from the Disney one. Where, and then, like, the swings, like, the legs continue to flow around while the kids swing on the swings so they can just watch the thing. And <laughs> that may be horribly dangerous, but like, that's yeah. kind of my idea. Like, I really, you know, I want to build this, like, very elaborate um, 
fun playground for everybody to go have fun in so that I can. That would be cool. So I can be like, hey, I did that. Don't <laughs> that talk to awesome. me. Don't <laughs> <laughs> walk away. But yeah. Talk to the flamingo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, we say it quite often. I think it would be pretty awesome to take a section of uh, probably the, the section where Invisible Man is mm-hmm. and turn that into a walking mall. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like brick that street, put some planters in it, just walk it, block it off the traffic completely. It's, it's already so useful as a walking area. Oh, yeah. Especially 100%. for night, night markets and things like that. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, the night market was pretty big this year. Was like seven, yeah, that's what seven, I heard. 7,500 yeah. people. That's crazy. That's I a mean, lot. I'm not, I'm not arguing with the math, but it just doesn't seem to be feasible. That's a lot of people. That's a ton. That's a lot of yeah. people. I, well, that, yeah, that's the number they put out. That's wild. Where were they all park? Not they all, was there buses? Every time, well, every Thursday, I wasn't here for that one. Yeah, you weren't here for that one? Yeah, we were in Florida. But when I walk out of here on a Thursday and I'm walking, like, down to the parking lot, there are people hiking yeah, up yeah, the hills it's all and over stuff. The place, yeah. So like, I mean, they're parking like down. Fuck, I don't it's like, know. It's like whenever they used to remember whenever they, the the um, thing at uh, Lynchfield was a big was it Lynchfield or the the, the Memorial Day fireworks thing? Yeah, people would park like all the way all over. You would walk like a mile and a half. Yeah, so you get some free lemonade or whatever it was. Yeah, it's crazy. And we Man. usually do podcasts on Thursdays, and whenever they have the night market, I dread leaving because oh yeah. Every, Why don't you go get some sandwiches or some grilled, fancy grilled cheese? Well, I, I do. Because, I mean, I guess what they have is a fancy grilled cheese place down there. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I, so. I feel because you're, like, you seem real pale, you might also be lactose intolerant. <laughs> no, because I'm not. That's not where I'm headed. <laughs> that's a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> no. Where I am headed is the night market, when it started, was essentially one, maybe even half a block. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's, I'm so sorry if you're listening, I forget your name, uh, Pickles or Pickled, what's, what's Pickled Chef? Pickled Chef. Yes. Thank you. They, okay. they're the ones that sell the grilled cheese. Okay. Okay. And they were the only food vendor there. Yeah. Yeah. Now that it's extended four to five more blocks. Now there are food vendors everywhere. I've been one of them. I know. And, and I, um, there are so many food vendors. And so. You have pickled chef in their original spot mm-hmm. all the way at the end, yeah. and then no other food, and then you go the other direction, and now they're all. So the food's there. down by like the UFO or whatever. Mm, yeah, okay. like oh, like post office area. Okay. Um, but yeah, they used to dominate the block, and now I, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're still doing great. I hope they are. But well, I guess that's. I just know that every time I've gone to the night market, I've gotten a toasted cheese sandwich from the. Yeah, they, I mean they always have a line, yeah. so I'm assuming yeah. they're doing yeah. okay. There's a there's a ton of stuff down there. I mean, they have the hibachi truck. Mm-hmm. They have. Uh, well, that's like with the party in the parking lot. We're getting food trucks for that too. We're doing the party in the parking lot toads because it's 50 years yeah. of toads this year. I'm transitioning. Wait, that's wait, crazy. what's the what's the party in the parking lot? Oh, we're having a party Holy in the parking lot shit. September 30th. You've never done it or heard oh, of it even. Oh, it's fucking balls. Well, tell tell me about it. Wait, party oh. in the parking lot. Yeah. Shit. This year we're getting like big time. Where's the, which parking lot? The one right the par- This one. Right here. Right this is my, yeah. my favorite parking lot. Yeah, we take it out. We like basically <laughs> I'm parked right now. <laughs> yeah, we take it over for a day and uh, we put up a tent. This year we're putting up a stage. We have uh, beer beer tents. It's one of them. We might have two or three. I mean, it's yeah. like typically there's three. I think we have beer tents. Then we're going to have food trucks this year. It's just a big party outside. And this year we're having a East Coast turnaround play at oh, nice. um, Derek Woods band is doing it. And I have the Polkomatics coming up from Pittsburgh and like, it's this really cool punk folk band. 
like kind of a punk vocal band and they like do traditional polka songs about like zombies and like Pittsburgh stuff. So, (laughs) so they're going to come and they're going to open up the day and just like get everybody dancing. What day is this? September 30th. So be awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's all day. I had no yeah. idea. We'll it start at two. It's two to nine, I think, is what our rules are. But yeah. Is that a Saturday? Yeah, it's a Saturday. So we're gonna do that. And then um because it's our fiftieth anniversary, so we're doing the big we're doing it big this year. So we have uh Circle Pit Pizza's coming, Spiels on Wheels is coming over, and then uh the sushi trucks, we'll have three food trucks there. Yeah. Which will bring more people in. And then, you know, we'll have beer and then I think we might have vendors. I think we were discussing doing vendors, like having people do like I don't know. You know, sell candles or whatever they do at vendor shows. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, I want to go to that. Well, you should. It'll be right it's there. It's nice. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's right there. It's really. It's a good time. I can see it from. <laughs> you could actually you don't have to go. You could just probably. We actually might run a wire out of this window. Yeah. There you go. Over to there, because that's typically what happens. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's that's been that's fun. Good times happening. Does that, that happen every year? Do I not? We know? typically do it. Yeah. Every yeah. Year. Well, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's so much strange. fun. We used to do two or three, but now it's like I only we can only do one. I booked and I booked it basically. I booked it throughout the first part of the year because like I was getting everything was ready for the mural, so like I want to have everything done by the time I start mural, so I can not have to worry about it. And I can actually just tell Natalie to do it, and um, so that's kind of what it was. We had it booked, and it's been yeah, it's good. It's gonna be a good time. I'm really kind of excited about it. Wow, that's my yeah. that's my thing. That yeah, it's gonna be. Thing. I texted well, you last the last one. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> really? I didn't even want to bring it up, but I did. I'm sorry. The la- and the I don't even one, remember talking about this. And the last yeah. one, it was it was so like um, thrown together so quickly because like we just kind of decided one day that we wanted to have a party in the parking lot again. Yeah. And it was just like, uh, Going back to our texts. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I guess I'll have to plan that. So it looked like that one came together in like a week. This one's actually, I've been like, yeah. I have a stage and I have, every, you know, I have everything ready. So it's going to be, it's going to be a decent time. Wait, it was, was it good. September last year? Mm-hmm. Probably the last weekend of September. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sure. a very, I'm very prone to stick with the same patterns of time every time. So. It was good. We, uh, me and, uh, me and my stepson came. He, 16, 15, well, I think he was 15 at that time. Yeah. But we just like hung out in the parking lot. Uh, some friends and their kids came and we just chilled in the parking lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's open for everybody. Dude, I mean, that's it was, the thing. It's all ages. There was a dog out there that mm-hmm. uh, looked just like mine, so I went over and played with that for a long time. Watched some bands. Um, I think last year was Habitat, and Habitat closed the night out. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it was cool. I'm looking at our text. I don't see anything. Well, now you do. Don't From know. late September last year? I think. It would have been, yeah, mid-September, late-September. 24th, 25th, whatever the last Saturday of that month was. Or maybe we talked In about September, it. we're texting about um, episodes, like who's going to be on episodes and stuff like that. But no. Maybe we talked about it. I knew yeah. I was coming at some point. See, that's something I wouldn't miss. Like, I love that. Yeah. That's my thing. That's yeah. awesome. You have to come. I will, I will. I promise you. They're, uh, they're so much fun. Because yeah. it's like, I mean... So hardcore home turf. I yeah, mean, like. yeah, it's just it's just like <laughs> everybody's. It's you know, it's just like a, it's it's I it, I don't know. It's like a tricky party outside. Well, yeah. because okay, it's like a, it's like a what we're like a. It was like you got a keg and put it out in the field and everybody Basically. showed up. Yeah, it's yeah. like a field party. Well, because that, yeah, the the Green Beacon party. guys tried to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was last summer or two summers ago. It was last summer. Okay, and and they would do stuff like that, and I was so into that kind of thing where it was it was just so thrown together like hey we're having a party 
mm-hmm. in, in our back, like on our parking lot. And I love that stuff. And yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there could have been a better turnout. Um, oh, yeah, there's definitely a camera. I mean, it's, it's so hard and here to get people to come out. Yeah. Anything. And, you know, I think I think that the Toads thing is everybody knows it's like our thing we do every year. So everybody kind of just comes for it. We've yeah. been doing it. This is like our 10th or 11th one. I think okay. it's been a while. We've so, been yeah. doing it. I mean, I see people show up to the Toads party that I don't see show up mm-hmm. yeah. to any you, you see them once a year. Other <laughs> events. Yeah. yeah, there's like yeah, there's like people that will come out and just sit out there. Yeah. It used to be like we would do hamburgers, which for some reason people loved our hamburgers, mm-hmm. which they were just like legitimately just hamburgers. There was nothing special about them. Yeah. But people just loved the fact that we would cook hamburgers on a grill. It was a grill that we used. And yeah. we just we'd sit out there and we'd cook hamburgers, people would sit out there and eat hamburgers. Um, one time Layla's mom, who's one of the locals one of the people that come to Toads, her 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 mom who's from Turkey. And is like legitimately one of the most frightening women I've ever met in my life. Ate a hamburger in the rain, and like <laughs> it was the most hard fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And she just and, and I'm not shit you. She sat on a fucking chair and just ate a ham. And it was it was raining. It wasn't like just sprinkling. It was pouring, and she's just like. <laughs> and it, I was like, she's not going to her tent. She was hot. She did not care, and she was going to sit there and eat her hamburger in the rain. She's seen I, uh, some things. I do have to. <laughs> not that I'm as hard as Layla's mom, I'll tell you that. She's but yeah. <clears throat> we, uh, we were taking the kids. We drove the kids to uh, the beach one year. And we stopped at a McDonald's because they were flipping the fuck out. They needed food, mm-hmm. needed food, needed food. And we had just stopped like, I don't know, 20 minutes earlier. So we stop at this McDonald's. It's packed on the inside. We're eating outside. It starts to pour. And now we have all this food sitting out. Everyone grabs their food and starts running for the car. And I literally sat in yeah. the fucking rain yeah. and ate soggy ass fucking yeah. French fries yeah. and just sat there and ate my chicken nuggets. Yeah. And I was like not moving. And everyone yeah. was like, what's wrong with him? And I was like, just fucking so mad <laughs> that I just it's sat like there. like your falling down moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, just like, like yeah, fuck you could have got a shotgun and just shooting a bunch of people. But no, you just ate your food in the, in the rain. Sat there in the rain and ate it. I, was like, I don't think it. I've ever been that. I don't think I've ever been that frustrated with anything. I've ate food in the rain. I just won't eat if I'm that frustrated. I yeah. will just like I will yeah. throw away whole like I've I've like I've been in like frustrating meetings with people and like have just not ate anything and like walked up and purposely threw away everything I've had on my plate like in the trash to be like this is the point I'm trying to make. But don't eat this much. Oh man, but, you're the guy. You're the guy on the TV show in jail. That's like here's your food and you're like yeah, and you just shove it out the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to the. I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm right, good. I'm putting it down. September. So put it September 30th. Really is. Yeah, man. A lot of fun. You know, you'll see a lot of people that you knew out there. Uh, yeah. It's like it's, I said. Yeah, it's it's a good time. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a party outside. People love parties outside. It's September. Mm-hmm. Typically, consistently speaking, it doesn't rain that date. Last yeah. Saturday, September, <laughs> it doesn't rain. Um, and it's just you know. I've done a lot. I mean, it, like like setting it up and getting everything ready. It's going to be pretty great. I think we're going to do it. Like it's, I'm trying to make it a real show this time, not just yeah. like kind of a half-ass fucking thing that we threw together in a week. A week. So, yeah, that's pretty sweet. All right, it's in my calendar. All right, everyone else should should also be in your calendar as well. If you're listening to this yep. podcast, September 30th, nine to two or two to nine, two to nine.
Two to nine. I just I just blocked off the whole day. Did you? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's typically what we do yeah, anyway because yeah. nine o'clock rolls around and we just go into Toad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You have to understand the whole time, the whole duration of the time, I'm inside the bar. Oh, okay. The whole time. Like, I rarely get to go outside and see what's do going people, on. Do people come in? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, no, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm uncomfortably busy inside the bar yeah. all day long. Like, getting shots because there's no liquor outside. So, you have to come inside to get booze. And it's just a clusterfuck all day. And then I stay to close, so I'm yeah. there all day. When you're talking beer tents, is it businesses that come in? No, it's just us. You guys have tents? Yeah, we have a truck. Oh, okay. we get, yeah. um, the, the Greensburg Beverage brings a van. Yeah, oh, okay. It has the taps on the side. It's, right. it's very, I mean, it's classy field party. I mean, like, <laughs> with, like, tablecloths. Wow. It's nice. It's, it's a good time. It's too good for me. Yeah, well, no. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> There's no. tables and chairs. There's tables and Under chairs. Under a tent. Bands. Know, yeah, yeah, tent. We might not do the tent this year because of the because of the stage. I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've, we've got a stage now. So the goal awesome. is to like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll put the stage under a tent. Well, if Derek Woods is coming, you need a stage because he's he's, he's he's an artist. He's a rock star. Fuck yeah, yeah. He's played that um that uh the Pazunkstani Phil thing twice. What's it called? Crown Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's what the fuck Knob. Is it? <laughs> Grano, the, what does it have a name? Groundhog Day. Doctor Phil. <laughs> Punks of Tony Phil. <laughs> Punks of Tony Phil. Does it have a name? Like, does the event have a name? Is it yeah, just Groundhog, I Groundhog Day. Okay. Or, or the Groundhog Day. Is it just called Groundhog Day? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's the, 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 the Tony revealing of, of the shadow. Punks of Tony Chamber yeah. of Commerce. <laughs> so, Joe, Joe Scheller, he's yeah. the saxophone player. He's my neighbor. They've been in, they've been in California, like, Fucking three times in the last like two months. Yeah, he's they're long. they're out there fucking touring. Well, but they're I also all see events all over Greensburg, and he's like the headliner or, yeah. of everything. Yeah, he's, just, yeah. he's busy. Yeah. yeah, those guys are those guys are killing it. I used to see Joe all the time. Now he's like he's out there fucking touring all the time. So I drive past this house every once in a while, and he's like getting out with suitcases, and I'm Is like, he hey, the, Joe? It, well, he's the new <laughs> he's the new saxophone or player, right? Or yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I don't know how new. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he has been since he moved onto the street. But uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, they're doing well. They're doing well. And that's mm -hmm. the thing, like East Coast turnaround too. I mean, they do pretty well too. So they yeah. they, they bring a lot of people. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a pretty big pretty I'm big also party. Very excited about the Volcomatics. And like so much. That's shit. awesome. Like, yeah, like I'm, they're a really good time vocal band. I'm not I'm not familiar with them, yeah. so I'm yeah. really actually. I'm if really you want to, you can go down to. So one of the things that the Volcomatics did this year was they had a scavenger hunt, where all the places that they play, they put out clues. And you could go to that place and get a get a free CD, and if you were lucky, you got a gold ticket, and you could win them playing anywhere you wanted them to for three hours. And that's like <laughs> that's the thing. awesome. So we have <laughs> some, we have some CDs. One of the clues was Mr. Toads. We still have some left. I don't know if they're the winners yet, but like yeah, somebody somebody is gonna win having a full polka band come to your house or wherever you want. So if you go to Toads, can you ask for the CD? Yeah, just tell ask Natalie or me or whoever. Say oh, CD. Tell them it's under the bar. Let's go get a CD. It would absolutely I think there's be two left on my deck. Yeah, in my backyard. Yeah, it's for a good three time. hours. Yeah. That would be awesome. It's me and the Polkamatics <laughs> <laughs> for three hours. I thought it was like the best fucking idea in the world, like marketing wise. I'm like, how can I use that? Because like, like Zombo, who's the he's the guy that uh, is the it's his band, and um, he when he told me that idea, I was like, God damn it, that's genius. I was mm -hmm. like, that's such a good idea. And he's like, Yeah, I only have to pay th one time three hours, and it's a show. So like, what the hell do I care? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is sweet. That's awesome, such yeah. a great idea. But they're playing <laughs> at the they're playing at the party the pound or the party the parking lot on the thirtieth. That's very cool. Yeah, very awesome. All right, really good. 
Yeah. You guys ready for um, for patio season? Oh my god! Yeah. Like like being at like I don't have a patio season. Toast doesn't have a patio season. You can sit on the sidewalk. I'll give you a chair. Yeah. <laughs> That's one that. of the cool things that that I think COVID did is. Put uh, put some yeah. put some shit outside. Yeah, that's that's yeah. like one of my, and everybody's like, you know, you run into the people that are like, man, fuck COVID, it ruined everything. I'm like one of those people that are like, COVID did awesome things yeah. for so, yeah, a lot I mean, of people. A lot, in, in many and it cases, did suck. Yeah, I mean, it was a socialist socialist dream, right? Everybody lived and no one had to worry about money and yeah, it was all taken care of and perfect. I mean, like, well, I mean, there was people that had to worry about money, but yeah, I mean, and a lot of people died, but yeah. it yeah. like. <laughs> For real. Again, again, not far from the socialist dreamscape. Um, <laughs> just putting that out there. True. It just like, I mean, it really, I remember being, you know, an employee of American Eagle back in the day and saying like, hey, is there a way that I can, because I didn't want to drive down to Pittsburgh five days mm-hmm. a week. And I was like, is there a way that we can figure out how I can work from home on the days that we don't have to shoot? Yeah. And they were like, no way. It could never happen. Like, the logistics, that's fucking crazy. No way. Could never happen. All of a sudden... Well, in, no, and it just... It wasn't that it couldn't happen. Was nobody had the creativity to look right. at it and say, like, oh, I can call you and have this discussion. Right. You know what I mean? And that was, like... And that's the thing. It's just... Like, the guy, my investor guy, I mean, he's in... He's in the Dominican Republic, like, half the time, half the year. Or he's in... Like, right now, I think he's in Europe somewhere buying, yeah. buying buildings. But, like, all our communication happens via phone... Or via like video call, like nothing's like I've met him like probably six times, but like he's real. We just have video calls about. It. We don't have to yeah sit and go to an office anymore, which yeah. is nice. Which is something that's good. It is. I mean, like people, I I feel like people are are more productive mm-hmm. when they're in a more comfortable environment. Like when I have to go somewhere and I am like fully dressed in a something that I don't want to wear. I'm I'm immediately pissed off. Mm-hmm. Immediately pissed off. Like I don't want to be dressed like this. I don't want to have to like, you know, sit up straight all the time. I don't want to have to like when you walk past me. I don't want to have to like pretend I'm fucking typing or doing something. It's just like you know I. That's and like when you're there when you're a salaried employee. People don't they don't take salary. As, as what it is. No, no. They, it's, they push, yeah. You know, you're still a nine-to-five employee when you're a salaried person. Uh, but that's really not what that meant. It was if you get your job done during the day, say you do it from eight to – say you get your job done at, at fucking noon, mm-hmm. you're good. Yep. On the flip side of that, if you have work to do until eight o'clock at night, you're well, stuck. Then yep. You're stuck. Only half of that matters. <laughs> you can stay late, but there's no way you're fucking leaving before yeah. five well, o'clock. Yeah. Right, and so the the stigma became you're never off the if you're salary you're never off yeah, the clock exactly because they can reach you at all times through email. Well, I, yeah, I remember one time I had I had a real job that I was on the on salary, and it was like in the contract. It was or in the in like the I, that I was 24 hours available right to work at all times, and it was just like. All the time, you know what I mean. That's but, I mean, crazy. It's like they never call you, but you you're available, so you had to like be aware and yeah. you know and just whatever, but, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I worked for somebody, and I either was done at four or five, something like that. I can't remember whatever it was. That was when my day was supposed to be over, but I was salary. And I remember I would walk past my boss on my way out, and they'd be like, "Oh, 
all right, leaving then, huh? Yeah. And the time's up. I'm like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, all right. If you're all done, then we'll see you tomorrow. And I remember just driving home like, motherfucker. Now, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, now, mind you, I'll put 18 hours in painting, you know, like sit in my studio for 24 hours straight painting the same thing and working on it constantly and driving myself crazy. But that's different. Because it's for you. It's for me. But, you know but also mean? there's days where you don't work on paintings. No, I pretty much paint every day. Oh, okay. You have to. Like, yeah. honestly, you have to. to. Like, I mean, that's one of the biggest things I think about being an artist. I mean, if I would ever teach a student be like the only way to really be an artist is to just work every day it yeah. doesn't matter but yeah but like jordan said that's a passion project too like sometimes sometimes when you're working you're working not for yourself you're working to pay bills and you're working to yeah you know not yeah. not necessarily for the reasons that you want well, when i take commissions it's still the same thing still try to work consistently every day I mean, yeah I, but yeah. you're you're also not like doing something that's way out there you're doing something that you're good at that you like to do it might yeah. be for for money and for commissions but you're, yeah. your heart's somewhere in it it's yeah. there because it's it's your business right you know yeah. what i mean you're doing it and, for and, you. and honestly at this point too like i'm not going to take a commission that i don't want to do right like you know what i mean like, and I'm that's not, good man. yeah i mean that's, that's awesome i mean that's really where i'm at now i mean uh you know i've had a few people offer like like kind of crap not i want to crap here just not very typical common yeah ideas i'm just like no nah, i'm good i'm like, going to take it and it's just it's not because I don't want to do it. It's just because I'd rather do this and make it look different than what you have. And most yeah. of the time they're agreeable and yeah. we can work with it, but sometimes they don't, they're not. It's good. I mean, like there's the, uh, I think there's two phases pretty much of starting your own business or doing kind of working for yourself, doing your own thing. And it's in the beginning is saying yes to every single job. Everything that you're offered, you say, yes, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. You build up your uh, experience or your portfolio or whatever you want to call it. And then you finally transition into this no phase where mm -hmm. you end up making your own rules and you're saying, you know, where you're at right now. And people are saying like, hey, I want you to do this and I'm going to pay you this. And you get to say, it's really not a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... That right there is where you hold power. So that is probably the most important thing, I think, about owning your own business because that's truly where you have your freedom. That's where you are saying, nope, I actually work for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really have to, I don't want to take this project because it's not in tune with my long-term goals. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Well, you know, I think for me, it's, it's, it's interesting because like, it may not be that it's not in tune for my long-term goals, like painting projects and having my name out there and blah, blah, blah is good. But like aesthetically, mm -hmm. it's not something that I want to be affiliated with. Right, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't like, you know, you're not letting me put bright colorful flowers in it. Like, right. like that's not, nobody's going to know that's mine in 10 years. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. And that's, and I mean, I think that's the problem with like, there's this ego of artists that comes in the idea of that you want people to know your work's there for, like you want, you know, I want after I die, someone to be able to go like, oh, that's a dasher. You know, like, mm. look at that. That's a dash of rocket. That, you know what I mean? And, like, and, and the legacy that comes with that is so, but you have to do that or you, or you don't. Like, if you keep doing what everybody else wants to do, it doesn't, it doesn't add. You know what well, I mean? And, and we're get, that's getting back to the Scooby thing that you brought up earlier. Like, yeah. I, I'll drive past Scoobies. I didn't even know you painted that until I saw it. And I was like, well, there's nobody else in the world that would have painted that because yeah. that's your identity. Yeah. Like, that's how, that's where you paint from. Mm -hmm. That's your persona. And like, oh, that's. That's a dasher right there. Well, there was a joke one point in time where I was going to cut my hair. And, like, I have all these soul. I was going to cut my hair and shave my beard. I was doing, like, a Zach Galifianakis. You know, he, like, shaves his beard. He's <laughs> a different person. 
Um, but then, like, I thought about it. I'm like, I have, like, thousands of images of, of me that I would have to go back and refix all of them and take my hair out. Because, like, like, you know, I'd have to redo all my photo shoots, like, redo all my press packet stuff, everything. To, like, because I've milked this stupid face into, like, a <laughs> hole where this is all I got. You know what I mean? And it's it's, like... All my artwork is the same. Like, can you imagine, like, if I'd have to go repaint everything? It'll grow back. Yeah. <laughs> Will it? That's Unless the it doesn't. That's the problem. Yeah, it might not grow back. Or it might grow back weirder. Like, right. grayer. Because it's really currently very gray, I've noticed. But <laughs> Yeah. I, sh- I, uh, I went the bald route a little while ago. Shaved my head completely. And I was like. How's it feel? It, I didn't like it. I was like, fuck. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. So I grew my hair back and man, it grew in way thinner. Mm-hmm. It came back, but it was just like, ugh. so now I'm like in this spot where I'm just like, I'm getting my hair cut way shorter now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, it's nice. But man, like when I was like younger in a band and stuff and I could grow my hair like down to here, it was so much fun. I just loved having yeah. that. I, I can remember, I can remember I went from like, Liberty Spites Mohawk to a shaved head back to Liberty Spike Mohawk within oh like God. within like two months. Like it was like my hair grew so <laughs> fast Christ. I was able to shave my head. I mean they weren't great. I mean right. they were little shitty ones, but they were there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, wow, my hair now if I did that, I don't think that would happen ever again. <laughs> I think it would just basically be like mm, It would take like two years. Two, yeah. three, four years. <laughs> and I'd like not be able to get an erection the whole time because all the testosterone <laughs> would be in the, be the hair production. <laughs> oh yeah, too much. No, it's never too much here. <laughs> so what about you guys? What are you guys doing this summer? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Just trying to, like I, me personally, I'm just, uh, I don't know. I really want to try and do some shit around the house. I, It's like, you know, shit that we want to do. I don't know. It's work on the backyard and... We got a pool a couple years ago, just kind of... Do you have an in-ground pool? Uh, we have an above-ground pool, and we built, like, a deck oh, that kind of surrounds it. So, and that comes, like, right off the house. So you walk out of the house and then right into the pool. But... Um, Do you have a fence? Yep. Or you just, yeah. like, accidentally walk out into your pool randomly? Uh, I mean, if you were that fucked up, I guess you could. <laughs> but I have a friend who, um, she has a pool, and her dog... Likes to poop on the pool cover, <laughs> which like I don't. Right. I, I would not be mad at the dog for that because like it's like Jesus walking on the pool water pooping. Right. Like I yeah. wouldn't fucking know about that if I was a dog. If I could, if I could walk on a pool cover, I poop on it. Yeah. I can't walk on a pool cover though because I'm too heavy. <laughs> oh, dreams. Maybe maybe, maybe the in ground ones, the safety covers. Yeah, if we could find like a strong enough pool cover for I mean, you. Maybe like two fifty. But we I could... mean, I feel it like. But the the problem is though. Is once you get out there and you're on the pool cover, pooping. Once when the pool cover fails, and then you're <laughs> you're in an awkward position that you're not necessarily able to jump right into swimming with, covered in pool cover that's now like above your face. Like that's how you drown. Well, and, and yeah, I never want to drown in toilet water, which technically is what you would be drowning in there because you pooped on the pool cover. I don't think any of us want to drown in <laughs> pool toilet, toilet, water. toilet water. But like, if I ever like have a chance to like. If I was in a situation where there was a sewer and like I could, you know, like in uh, the end of um, <laughs> end of Jason Takes Manhattan, where uh, where where they're in the sewer and and there's that like that big flush of water coming down. If I was Jason, I would have shot myself before that water because like I'm not gonna die in pool water, like in poop water. 
just not yeah. going to do it. I don't think Jason necessarily thought that far ahead because he was like a baby Jason at that point in time. He kept going. <laughs> Have you watched Jason Tate's Manhattan recently? It's not recently. Yeah. I would like it's, when I was younger. It's one of the better Jason movies. It really yeah. is. There's a scene where he punches some guy's head off. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, yeah. That happens. Yep. <laughs> Man. There's also one in space. I saw the one in space. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Do you do you guys? So it was with Freddy Krueger, right? No, no. There's there's Jason, Jason X in space. Oh. Which is where they go to Earth to Cramp Crystal Lake because Earth's a, a barren wasteland except for Cramp Crystal Lake. Pull him out of the water. Take him on a spaceship to another planet because of whatever. He gets woke up. Kills everybody on the spaceship. There you go. The end. That's a science crew? It's like a science mission? Like they're trying to get him to come back to like make super soldiers maybe. If not, that really is a good plot line. We should make him Jason movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking digging up Jason. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> Jason. Yeah, he just killed everybody on the ship. I mean, they were having sex and having fun and frolicking, and he, somebody needed to watch the campers. Uh, yeah, he's drowning. That's one of the main, like, whoever dies in horror movies is, you can, you can point them out. Mm -hmm. You know exactly what it's going to be. What was the, uh, there's a good horror movie I watched recently that was, like, not like that, that everybody died in it. But it was, like, the fuck was it? Hmm. I can't remember right now. I'm trying to think. It was on Paramount Plus. <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, is it new? Yeah. It was, okay. It was the continuation of the Orphan movie, the first Orphan movie. Mm. Did you, have you seen no, the Orphan movies? I haven't seen that. The first one is wild. Yeah. Well, there's a second one now. It talks about how she started killing. Oh, so it's not like a twist thing. No. Because the, the, the yeah, because the whole a twist thing, ending. Yeah, because she's not an orphan; she's a kid, she's right? A person. She's a woman. Yeah, this one is like either before or after that. So it's just her killing. Well, and it's she's in a family, but it's just her killing in a family. Mm. It's pretty much the same movie. Actually, you know, it's not that great. Yeah, I actually take <laughs> not, that. Now we I'm talked it out. It. Yeah, I'm not correct <laughs> about that. I'm just thinking. I was just really stoned when I watched that, there you and go. it was pretty interesting. Whenever I was like that. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Come to think of it. I think of it, it's actually a terrible movie. What's the best horror movie you've seen in a while? Oh, um. You horror guy? Uh, I'm not. Neither is my my wife. But there was one that I did see, and it was it was pretty dope. Um, I don't know exactly what it's called. I think it was uh, the last house on the left maybe cabin on the left or something like that last house on the left the 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 70s one or the the new one well i've seen both okay because you the one have jennifer and or jennifer lawrence in it so and, is it the yeah. one uh um, the one the first one was one of barker's first movies and he was like right after he did not barker um who did escape from la carpenter because the first one's john carpenter too okay yeah, yeah 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 so like and it's like right after he was doing adult features he started doing because most of those people in that movie are also adult actresses or actors oh, okay one of the things that like because he was he was makes sense yeah a lot of those 70s guys scorsese did it too yeah yeah but. yeah so have you seen it the, the, the new one i've not seen the 70s okay one. Oh, yeah 70s so, so is it better 
it's disturbing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like violently, like graphically disturbing. Yeah. So it's rough. Yeah. Uh, lady gets attacked um, by these gentlemen, and uh, then she exacts her revenge on each yeah. one of them. Yeah, it's the like, movie. wait, are you sure that's not, I'll spit on your grave? Or maybe maybe that's it. Because that's I'll spit on your grave. Okay, so then because so, okay, that's because I'll spit on your grave is classic rape revenge for horror film. Yes, definitely. where there's 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 a something bad happens to someone, and the rest of the movie is revenge. Yeah. Um, Last House left a strict terror. So okay. like the whole movie, you're trying to like not be killed. Okay. So, so yes. So like I'll spit on your grave. That yeah. was yeah. Okay. That's honestly one of my favorite horror movies ever. I think because like it is it is graphic. It is. Yeah fucking disgusting yeah and it is just like yay for you lady. right like i'm glad you got to do that to all those people i think my favorite revenge in that one is when she ties the guy to a, like a board mm -hmm. and puts it over top of the, mm -hmm. the bathtub and then just turns the water on and just slowly drowns him and he just like the water comes up and the dude can't do anything <laughs> like he just drowns yeah. eventually have you, you guys wait, seen? You, a, they remade it too they made yeah. they made another one did you see the new one yeah so it? i saw the old one and yeah. that's why i got confused with the other okay. one because yeah. i saw the old one they, they, they redid um last house and left too yeah with jennifer lawrence and have, um, you, have you seen the movie promising young woman no no promising young woman is very it, it's given me it's giving me vibes of what you guys are talking about. Um, I'm not... Just, it, Bo Burnham. Do you know the comedian Bo Burnham? Yeah. yeah. He, he plays a major role in it. It's really good. It's really good. Okay. Um, Let's check it out. It's, I wouldn't say it's straight terror the whole time, but it's like it keeps your interest. Like, what's what's going on? What's happening? Oh, okay. It, it's I more, seen the trailer for that. Yeah, it's more, it is a bit of a revenge-type situation. Uh, like, spit on your grave, but... Well, so is Thelma Louise. Yeah. Thelma Louise is technically a rape revenge film, too, because she gets domestic violence, and then the rest of the movie is her running from the cops and killing men that have wronged her. There's a whole genre of movies. About yeah. That. Holy shit. There's, like, a, there's like a whole... It's, like, a trope that they... that In particular, like, exploitation films, it was used a lot, but it's a trope. Like, they were, they go back to, like, um, Thelma Louise. Oh, what the fuck's that one with... um. Someone with Jennifer, um, with uh, Angelina Jolie in it, where she's like a tough ass. She like kicks everybody's ass. Somebody gets, and it's like. Is it where she's Russian? Yeah, maybe. Something like that, where she's like a salt yeah. or whatever. Right salt, yep. Yeah, where salt. she's like a Russian was, yeah, spy, and somebody like yeah. triggers her. And yeah. it's like now the rest of the time is her revenging on that. And it's like a whole thing. The whole movie genre. One of the best movie genres, as far as I've considered. Because then you have things like Nuns on the Run, which is a great revenge <laughs> film. And there's this one, um, Nuns with Guns, which is another one. Where this nun gets horribly treated by a gang of biker gang, and then she goes on a murderous rampage with a shotgun in in the habit the whole time is fucking killing everybody, and it is amazing. It's some <laughs> of the most amazing murder I've ever seen. But yeah, but yeah. that's awesome. But yeah, I recommend that. Uh, oh, movies. Wonderful. Do you like the Insidious films? Are those the? Um, I don't think I've seen them. Oh, those really? the older couple. Thing. Um. So it's if I'm if I'm thinking this right, it's it's this uh, two this couple that yeah like there's seven like it's like like and they're like I thought it was a young kid. It, they're not old. They just go in and they like. Is that the guy from Fargo in it? 
Which which guy from Fargo? The the sheriff in Fargo. So if you remember mm. the second season of Fargo, the television show, a second, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, and the English guy. The English guy, and then there was the the one that went to the seventies, where yeah, yeah, where it was like a continuation from the first season. That guy is in. He's in those insidious okay. movies. The guy that plays the sheriff in that. He's a really good actor. I don't yeah. know if it's the same movies. Anyway, I, I really like those. Okay. Are they like? Are they like? They're like ghost movies. Yeah, it's like a haunting type okay. thing. Um, okay. But it, but I'm really I, I draw a hard line because when I watch a movie, I see I'm not a sci-fi guy, and here's why. Okay. Because when when you dip into the sci-fi genre, it's like anything's possible, and I I can't. There's nothing grounding it. You know what I mean? Like whenever when, whenever we're talking about like let's say aliens. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't have enough information on aliens. So you can do anything on the screen and I just have to believe you that that's happening because I don't I can't ground it. Like I'm not like, oh that uh, an alien would never do that. You know, and so yeah. with sci-fi it's like these things happen and you just have to be like assume that it's okay. Yeah, like future. that's okay. Like I, I need something I need you to humanize it for me so I could be like, "Oh, that is really scary because um I'm a human and I realize but, but if it's if it's all just abstract Weird. So you, you like you like more you want your horror movies to be more personable. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily saying like a psycho killer running mm-hmm. around with a knife because that's obviously scary. But if you can get creative with it, but I also yeah. want to believe like oh man this actually could happen as yeah. opposed to like oh yeah. there's this dark force that's just entering people and you know it's like I I, I have to buy into it mm-hmm. in order to follow it. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm real. See, I'm a big sci-fi guy. I think I because I, I, I like the aspect of the fact that sci-fi is that anything's just, justifiable. That's the future, sure. So you, but, yeah, oh, so you yeah. buy in just the fact that yeah, you like I, I like the idea that it's just okay. That's the only way I'll be able to suspend disbelief when it comes to it is because it's just <laughs> like oh, it's the future. Yeah. I don't have to worry about okay, it. Right, you know, right, yeah. you know, and that, that's the thing that always gets me stuck whenever you look at things and it's like, like what's the movie that's like set in the future and it's like set in 2020. You know, like, or, you know, oh. you think, like, like some of the future movies are set. Like, uh, I watched Death Race the other day. Death yeah. Race 2020. Yeah. It's set in, yeah. like, current times. I mean, and it's just like, no, that's not happening. That sucks. <laughs> 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Did you hear everyone yell? Yeah, there's ballet. Yeah. Just... Oh, it's Toads. Oh, it's Toads. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be here, like, editing videos or something. Yeah. And... So I'll get this like, you know, plume of cigarette smoke that comes up every once in a while. Mm. And I don't smoke anymore. Yeah. So I'll, you know, get a big puff of that. And then they, whenever they're watching games, you know, whether it's Pirates, Penguins, Steelers, if I'm here on a Sunday or Thursday, if they play on a Thursday, I just hear like tons of like, yeah, and, you know, they start screaming and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh man! So like I don't even like have to worry about like turning it on my TV or anything. I just like listen to the guys downstairs. Yeah, we yell. We yell. <laughs> I, I I never realized how like how much you can hear up here. Oh yeah, it's wild. And then there's ballet practice going on down there. Yeah. So like the the girls down there. Do you smell poop every day at like four o'clock? Yes. You do? I do. I don't know why. What is that? I don't know. I think it's a ghost. <laughs> no, like seriously, no, we for smell real. Poop every yeah. day at four o'clock. Like, yeah, it, it it's, is uh, every day. And yeah. it's it's not just at four. It's like well, yeah, it sometimes stands long, but like yeah. every day at four, like I've I've been 
keep track of it every day at four. It's like at four o'clock. It's not yeah. like, and I can't figure out if it's just someone. I don't know. It's yeah. It's it's pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, especially in the bathroom next door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. wild. I yeah. I feel bad because I mean, like me personally. I'm just like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a dude, whatever. Yeah. I like roll into the bathroom, take a leak, yeah. go back to my office. But we have like little kids, little there. kids yeah. that have to come up here and use this bathroom. Yeah. And then like the the chicks at the, um, the, the um, fitness envy, fitness envy, it's you know, they, I think Aubrey has her own bathroom up there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But sometimes I can hear them like, you know, coming up and using the bathroom and stuff. And it's like, oh, God. I hope nobody's like... Thinking it's me. Is this video guy in here? Yeah, like, yeah. blowing up the toilet every day. <laughs> like, no, it's just, like, just a general of building of toads smells like. Right, yeah. general building of this building sometimes. Smells like, I smelled it the other day outside. <laughs> I was walking by the building, and I was like, fuck. And I was like, it smelled like shit. And I was like, did someone poop out here? And I was like looking, and it was nothing. And it's just, damn it. So. It's so funny. Dude, I was sitting in here the other day, and... Uh, going through editing a video i think it was last well not last friday but the friday before that maybe saturday i heard this giant crash and i'm like what the hell was that somebody hit the building with their car <laughs> what somebody hit the building with their car like, like this side right here yeah <laughs> turn it into the alleyway yeah <laughs> so it like i mean it didn't shake the building obviously but it was loud as hell so did like they pull away did they go away oh man Tires screeching what? down the alley. And I'm like, what the hell? So, like, I ran around the building to see what was up. And they hit that big yellow mm-hmm. steel plate out yeah. there. That's why it's there. There's car parts. Yeah. If you yeah. go out there and look, there's plastic all over the place. I remember uh, one time we had the doors open. And uh, I was down at the bar. We had the doors open. And it was, I don't, there's, like, a certain sweet spot with the door that if you have it, like, it's just a little too far. Mm-hmm. Like, a bigger truck could hit it. But most of the bigger trucks, like, if you void it. This car, and they came out, and they fucking whacked the door, and they hit it so hard that it smacked <laughs> off the back of the, and it closed, and I was just like, oh, I hope they didn't break the door. They didn't, but like, it, but they were just driving through the alleyway, and I've seen people hit that hit that building hundreds oh of times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hundreds of times. <laughs> it was crazy. My, uh, my family did the construction work on the building right across from here, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> my cousin was out there taking care of the gutters over there that go down to, mm-hmm. the, to the alleyway <laughs> and he was like he's like yeah he's like the guy that uh the guy that owns this building said that cars knock the gutter off there all the time and i was like yeah yep. and he said we're gonna put these big honking like plastic things so they put these big guards on there and he was like this should take care of that he was like but uh he was like apparently you know the gutters they get knocked off and then they're Hanging over, hanging from yeah. like way up top. Yeah. He was like, they said that there's like twenty foot, yeah, icicles and yeah, shit. Like, be, like, yeah, oh yeah, it will probably be. They'll probably come back this year. I don't know. They they might have fixed it, but like last yeah. year, the last winter that we had, it was really cold. There was yeah. an icicle that was at least twenty five foot. Oh long. yeah, and like it was it was in the middle of the alleyway, so you had to like walk around it. Yeah. But after a point in time, it was so tall, it was so big that even if it fell. If you tried to avoid it, there was no avoiding it. Like, it yeah. was just, it would have taken up the whole alleyway. And it eventually, I think the city came and took it down, like, out <laughs> of, like, fear of it falling on the car. Because, like, I would drive my van to go to work, and I, it would be like, all right, let's, you'd, yeah. you'd hope you'd gotten it through there just so that you'd hope that it would not fall oh, on yeah. your car. I was totally worried. I was like, I'm, it's going to be me. 
It's yeah. going to yeah. be me. I know this. Yeah, my hope my hope was that it didn't happen like on my way to work. Like yeah. like it would be it would be I think ironic if I died from an ice cube falling <laughs> on me on my way into Toads. Into Toads. Yeah. yeah. But maybe not. <laughs> like Alanis Morissette, real ironic. Right, yeah. Yeah, not like full irony. Yeah. Like irony would be if I fell if a beer bottle fell on me in the ice. <laughs> if there was if there was an icicle that had beer bottles in it from some freak reason. Yes. And that's what fell on me. And killed you. And killed me inside mm. the bar. Mm. And I'd have to be inside the bar. So that would be make it ironic. Isn't Very it ironic. Yeah. <laughs> I Rock think this and has roll. Been fun. This has been fun. Yeah. Yeah, well, I liked it. Yeah. It was very good. That's so sure, good to good to know you. Yeah, good, yeah know. good to meet you too. Good. Um, number uh, what is this? Number three or four? I will do the math. I, I believe it's, it's number three. I think it's number three because I think there was discussion about a new jacket at the end of four. I may have put that in there on my own because I want a nice jacket. It's like mm. a it's like the SNL. Yeah, club. that's what I'm saying. Like the SNL jacket yeah. club when when they host five times. Right. They, is there anyone else that's been hosted on the here as much other than you? Um, Alicia from the Trendy Bunny has been on here quite a bit. Okay. And Sarah. Sarah, uh, Sarah Petro. Sarah oh, Jones. Yeah, she's just a charm machine. Yeah. I mean, like, really, she probably just can take up a whole day of just talking about whatever Sarah Petro wants to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah. Or Anytime she's on here, it's just like a rocket ship. Yeah. In the views. I mean, she could come on here and talk about her fingernails for fucking two hours and people would listen. It's pretty crazy. I, Maybe. I barely talk whenever Sarah's on here just because she's the git. Yeah, she is. She's like the, <laughs> she's the she's like she's like your Charlie's Theron. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll. All right. So All right. that was uh Dasher yeah. for his third appearance. Number four, we're gonna we're gonna have something for you. Okay, like a like a buffet. Something. Yeah. We'll yeah. do something special. Could we do it We should do it. We should do it like live at Toads. That could be fun. We'll among, figure something among out. the hustle and bustle. That would I probably wouldn't yeah. be a lot done. We probably would not be talking to me a lot, and I'd be. Yeah. Be what if it was mad. like before before you open or something like that? Okay. Again, that's fine. Yeah. It's cool. But you, you have to. You have to. But I still have to be doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. We'll I mean, like, I'm okay. Like what we could do. Oh, actually, as, here's an idea. So what we do is we wireless mic me. There. Okay? Oh so shit. So then, like, there and, then, it is. and then while I'm bartending, that's 100. I'll possible. just maintain this full conversation with you guys and ignore everyone else. Yeah, but so you, still be getting drinks. Yeah. I'll have the headphones in, and then somebody asked me if I'm like, "Shh, yeah. we're on a podcast." That's 100 percent possible. It's a, it sounds like a good weekend. We can do it. We're, yeah. we're we're just like in the corner somewhere. Yeah, like we, like <laughs> you guys just need to be about via phone. It doesn't even do it. Yeah. Maybe it's just a way for me to not have to deal with people working anymore. I can just put a headphone on. Like, Shh, we're on a podcast. We can do it live yeah. from Toads. Live from Toads. I can already. I've always wanted to do a podcast with Toads. I always have. Yeah, it's I, a good I think spot. It's, I think it's a good spot to do one, and I think it would be a good place. And also, I think it would be nice just for. Um, it would involve people, people that come in there would be interesting. Yeah. But I think just like the logistics of getting everyone to sign forms to yeah. release it. Uh, yeah. Well, if we don't film it, it, we don't name drop. Yeah. It's just background noise, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But this, uh, this one's been fun. Thank you for the drinks. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Thank you. I'm going to have another one right after yeah. we're done with this. And, uh, We'll see you guys next time. I uh, really hope you enjoyed this one. Lots of information coming out. And I hope that uh, your your mural projects fucking yeah. are yeah. just top tier, man. No, they will be. They'll yeah. be awesome, but they're just going to be a lot of work. So I'll be fun. I'm sure they're going to be. I'm sure yeah. they're going to be. All right, my man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> 
to the local. A 724 podcast. In three, two, one.